0: started with a simple question. So have you guys just been grinding away? And their answer surprised me. They said, actually, not grinding so much. See, we try to structure our business in a way that we get the most out of what we're doing while putting in the least amount of effort. That's really our goal. I have to say, I was intrigued, and I wanted to know more. So that's why I invited these guys on the podcast. Today, my guests are Matt Wolf and Joe Fear, the hosts of the Hustle and Flowchart podcast. If you haven't listened to that podcast, you should. It's one of my favorites. It's an awesome show. But, you know, I sat down with Matt and Joe to talk entrepreneurship and growing a business, and some of the things they shared with me just knocked me over uh, from how they handle their partnership, how they make sure it's successful to how they grow their community, to the lessons they've learned from interacting and networking and interviewing some of the top entrepreneurs in the world. You're going to love this episode. I hope as much as I loved recording it, because these are just two great guys. Their energy, their passion for marketing and entrepreneurship is infectious. And, uh, Hope you're gonna enjoy it. I don't. I don't want to take up more time. I want to get right into this. So go grab a cool drink, sit back, enjoy this episode of What's the Secret Podcast. Tired of being at the mercy of your job? Tired of watching your hard work fill someone else's bank account? Want control of your time and lifestyle? Well, if you want the real secrets the gurus won't tell you of how ordinary people just like you and me, can create thriving businesses that deliver financial and lifestyle freedom, you're in the right place. Aloha. My name's Tom Gaddis and welcome to What's the Secret Podcast. Aloha and welcome to What's the Secret Podcast. Matt and Joe, how's it going, man? What's happening?
1: Aloha. I I love saying it. We don't get to
2: say it enough, man. Well, as of this recording, you'll be in Hawaii next week saying it quite often,
1: I'm sure. That's right. So I got to warm up (laughs) the alohas.
0: Are you coming? You're coming to Kauai?
1: Kauai. Yep. Yeah. For a week. So that'll be fun. It's different with a toddler, though, or a little 18 month old. So probably won't be able to do all the really cool stuff. (laughs)
0: it's, uh, It's pretty there. That's for sure. Totally. Yeah, really yeah. not nice go there. Well, man, I've been looking forward to having you guys on the podcast. Um, you do so many great things over at the Hustle and Flow chart. Like so many things I look at, I'm like, oh, I'm just jealous. Like, oh, I wish I were doing that or, oh, that's a great idea. Um, so I was excited to have you on and talk to listeners about a couple of different things. One thing I wanted to touch on first, though, is kind of like before the Hustle and Flow chart, and that's with you guys personally, because I work with a partner. Mm -hmm. And I think it's like one of I almost feel like working with a partner is uh, like you almost have to do it these days because there's so much to do. Right. Mm -hmm. But it's a challenge. So maybe you can tell me a little bit about how you guys met and uh, like what do you how do you keep the partnership? uh, How do you keep the partnership? Good
2: yeah Yeah, so um joe and i we we were both uh we were both in bands so in like kind of late high school early college years we both played guitar in separate bands uh weirdly enough we've never actually been in a band together but we've been in multiple bands that kind of similar music and Um, we we sort of got to know each other through that scene. We had mutual friends in that scene and that's how we got to know each other. And my parents, they actually had a shutter company, like a window covering shutter company that I worked at from about the age of 16 or so. I started there in high school and I don't even remember what year Joe came on board, Hmm. but somewhere in the course of the history of the shutter company, my mom went and hired Joe over to work at the shutter company. And that's where we like really got to know each other. We were kind of acquaintances till that point. But then when we started to work at the shutter company together, we became really, really good buddies. And some of the other employees at the company were sort of entrepreneurial also. So they started recommending books and blogs and things like that for us to check out. And we kind of bonded over this sort of business marketing content world that we were learning about and started building blogs on the side just kind of you know in after well we say in after hours but you know we were doing it on the clock i'm sure (laughs) Uh, (laughs) we were doing it all the time um I, i was hanging out in the warrior forum reading articles in the middle of the day like constantly um but that's kind of how what we bonded over and we actually started our first blog together in 2007 um and it was a personal finance blog And we actually got that blog making some decent little trickles of revenue, uh, you know, 50 bucks a month or so, just little bits of money off of advertising and things like that on the blog. And we said, hey, let's, this is working. Let's duplicate this. So we went and recreated the same thing with a health blog in the, in the sort of health and fitness space. And that one actually did even better than the personal finance blog and actually made us even more money. And we're like, this is cool. It's working. Let's build another one. So we went and built one in the um, organic lawn care market. Boring. That one didn't, that one didn't work.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <I> wonder why.
2: <laughs> and um, yeah, so that was kind of the the beginning of it. We were just kind of building blogs together and making a little bit of side income while working at the shutter company. And then in 2008, we had the big sort of economic housing crisis, and people stopped buying shutters. People weren't buying houses. People weren't renovating their houses anymore. So the the company we were working for just kind of started to a tank. Joe went and found another job working at a construction company. And I and my parents actually sold the shutter company that we were working for. So I now had a new boss working for somebody else. And my parents were essentially gone. Now I was just kind of working at the shutter company, but working for somebody else. Now that lasted maybe six months. I realized I hate working for somebody else unless it's, you know, family. (laughs) And I ended up quitting the job. And going full-time on blogging and Joe kind of followed me, I don't know, a month, six weeks after I left, he went, if he could do it, I could do it. And he sort of jumped in with me and we kind of went full force ever since.
0: Well, that, that, <laughs> that that's a great story, like that. I mean, we could just in the episode right there. That's a great story. But I have <laughs> I have some follow up questions because yeah. it's all great. Like when you're like when you you're both interested in something, right? Mm-hmm. You guys are on Warrior form, You're doing, you know, you're talking marketing. Like it's fun mm-hmm. to jam and just do it. You start actually making money with something and mm-hmm. having a real business. The dynamics and the relationship can change, right? I know for yeah. you know Nick and myself. Um, it, you know, there, there's just things, it's almost like a, we always joke. It's kind of like a marriage, right? Like, uh-huh. like you have to, like, there's gotta be give and take. So, I mean, was it just a matter of you guys being super comfortable with each other? Cause you've known each other for a long time or do you have specific things in place where you're like, look, you know, um, this is how, like, ha- did you have those sessions where you figured out how you're going to operate your partnership and your business? Mm,
1: many many sessions i it's okay. there hasn't been a single one of anything for us so it's we're uh i i feel like we did bond at, you know we're just getting interested in in uh marketing and then we started really i think the content creation we've always been more curators of content and then and then we shine our ideas on it you know and i feel like our podcast is still kind of that but you know so we've you know, the way that we work is Matt will digest like loads of content, which is amazing. And that's so he has, we've realized like, okay, so, you know, Matt has a lot more of an analytical brain, uh, a lot more researching content focus, like di- digesting all that stuff. I-, I come in with a more of a macro level view of things. I guess I'm, I'm more of like a patterns guy and I do a lot more of the connecting and people and, you know, like, so I'm more people focus, whereas like he's got, it's a cool blend. So we really figured out what are our strengths and our weaknesses or the things that just we don't want to do more. <laughs> so um, yeah. I, I'd say that's the biggest thing is like, let's figure out the stuff that just is not fun for us, for either of us. So then like, that's not on the plate. Maybe that's a, an automated system or a team member that handles that thing in our business. But when it comes down to like him and I, Matt and I, I think you know time helps. You know it's been like what twelve years I think Matt doing this uh, marketing type stuff together. It's not like we've been partners the whole time, but what's kind of cool is we partnered. We've been partners on multiple projects, but even without us being official partners of things, we've always helped each other, almost like mastermind buddies or something, you know. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think just through that mutual support, we now as a company and podcasters as well, we just know kind of the lanes we live in, you know, we've done all these disc assessments. We've done the Colby assessment, which I think those two combined really allowed us to like, oh, okay, Matt does this. This is his sweet spot, natural things. These are things I probably like the buttons I shouldn't push and then the vice versa, you know, to me. So it really got us to understand ourselves, but then how the other person's thinking and then how we can combine those and share a vision and a goal, which, I feel like that's the thing we've always been solid on is like we always check in on what's that North star that we're shooting for, and then we just approach it with our own you know angle to it all,
2: yeah, there was definitely an evolution to it. It wasn't just like I, I think in the early days we we were just sort of bonding over like learning all this stuff and experimenting with it. and And so like, that was kind of the glue that was holding it together over, over time, as we did more and more and more projects and built businesses together. um, It was like some of that uh, initial passion may have faded, but we found like other sort of glues to hold it together, like the the assessments that we took to, to figure things out and like figuring out like the the sort of silos that Joe should be working in versus what I should be working in. And so like th- there has been this sort of constant evolution that that's happened where we're constantly refiguring the business to go, OK, how do we how do we make sure this keeps pushing forward and everybody stays sane? Because mm. at the end of the day, what we're trying to do, and I actually joked about this before we hit record, but it actually is kind of true, is that we, we're literally trying to figure out how to have as much fun as possible while doing as little work as possible and making as much money as we can out of it. I mean, it. it you know, it, 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 it's funny to say it, but it's true. We're we're looking yeah. to have fun and make money yeah. and not work too hard along the way. And well,
0: that's, you. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a great goal, right? That's a, that's <laughs> a great goal to have. And I, I think you hit on some really like solid points there for anybody who's working with a partner or looking to work with a partner. And that is, you know, you mentioned knowing your lanes, staying in your lane, like, you know, that first step, I think, is that comfortability you have with someone. But the next step is figuring out what, you know, even if maybe you both are good at the same thing, figuring out who's going to do what so you're not overlapping things. And, um, And, and then just that, you know, I know, in our partnership, like, you have to just be able willing to communicate, you have to be willing to uh, say you're sorry sometimes because you get like all for, you know, like whatever, you know, but like, and and I think that last comment you made about keeping that North star there, like knowing like, Hey, look, this is the kind of business we want to have. This is the kind of people we want to be. And, and, and checking in on that from time to time. And it comes across in your podcast and what you guys do. I mean, it's amazing. This episode of What's the Secret Podcast is sponsored by Offline Sharks. Offline Sharks, where website designers, social media experts, SEO professionals can get custom software tools and training on how to quickly scale and grow their digital agencies. If you're looking to build reoccurring revenue into your agency and go from one to two clients to six figures and beyond, Offline Sharks is the place to do it. So head over to offlinesharks.com forward slash Tom, and start growing your agency today. Speaking of the podcast, so when did you guys start the podcast?
2: Ooh. Yes, that's a, a little more convoluted of a response, actually. Uh, so we actually started podcasting in 2010 together. We actually had a show called the Online Income Podcast that made it a, to- a grand total of three episodes back in 2010. Then um, after that one, I had a show that ran for, I don't know, made it maybe made it about 25 episodes or so. Then Joe and I came back together, had a podcast called Uh, the Evergreen Prophets podcast, which we then rebranded as Evergreen Wisdom. And then uh, that show lasted, I think, 13 or 14 episodes. Mm -hmm. Then I went and started another show with uh, Josh Bartlett, who's the founder of Thrivecart. Him and I had a show that made it 20 episodes or so. And then um, I went away from that podcast. I started a podcast called the Authority Insider Podcast. Uh, That show made it about 56 episodes or so. And then Hustle and Flowchart was actually an evolution on top of Authority Insider Podcast. So I'd done about 56 episodes. I was kind of getting bored of just like one-to-one interviews. I said, Joe, why don't you kind of bring your unique voice into the podcast? And why don't we like sort of tag team interviews? And we both kind of hit our guests from our individual angles. Cause like Joe said, we think totally different. So the, the questions I'm going to ask a guest are totally different than the questions Joe's going to ask the guest, just based on how we operate. Mm-hmm. So uh hustle and flow chart specifically to answer your question started in 2017 uh, but authority insider started in 2015 and there was no gap between authority insider and hustle and flow chart. We just sort of, Joe added into the mix, we rebranded it, and we kept it going just now with two hosts and
1: a new name. And we finally cracked the, uh, well, 50-50 episode mark, but now it's up to, I don't know, it's like 360, 370 episodes. So it's yeah, like, we're about to record
2: our 400th episode, we're about to release like our 375th episode or
1: something like yeah. that. <laughs> we yeah, figured out some stuff finally.
0: <laughs> yeah, you you've learned a few things along the way. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But isn't it interesting to look back on that process though and think like, cause oh, I know okay. authority insider, I don't, I don't know how much time you spent developing that show, but it's like, it's so interesting to me. Cause I feel like as entrepreneurs, we spend so much time worried about the name, the, this, the, that, like, and then eventually like we change it or we decide <laughs> to go in a different direction. And it, I mean, it's the, it's the right thing to do looking back. Right. Like, cause mm-hmm, yeah. you get more traction, it grows, but you realize like all of a sudden all of that stuff you were worried about like didn't really matter that much like nobody no, like, i've changed the i had an agency i changed the name of it like three or four times nobody ever said anything i don't even think i <laughs> yeah. noticed like, they like
1: that's the thing nobody's thinking about all our these details
0: yeah, yeah. well nobody's it goes to, as much as you are
1: yeah no one's thinking about you as much as you are we're all thinking about ourselves so it's like same thing with business you know like there's a lot to learn i think with like relationships and partnerships like you said, you know, Tom, it's it's a relationship. It's almost like you know, you can go to counseling together. We actually know people who have, uh, you know, go to what couples counseling maybe, yeah, yeah. as um, as business partners, just because they they swear by it. We have not done that yet, but maybe that's the yeah. next evolution.
0: Well, Nick used to get really mad at me because when we go places, I'd introduce him as my partner, and he was uh-huh. like, "Dude, I'm your business
1: partner." <laughs> <laughs> I'm get this straight, bro. <laughs> yeah, sorry,
0: man. <laughs> I don't even think about I that, think that anymore. That
2: <laughs> I'm, I'm sure so many people probably have assumptions about us that aren't true, but whatever, let them think what they want. <laughs> <Fine>. <laughs> so
0: let's talk a little bit about the uh, podcast because, you know, I, I see a lot of people out there that talk about building the community, right? Mm. They talk about doing things for your people, but I see very few people actually do it. Mm. And uh, you guys are two of the few guys I see that are actually doing that. Like you have a thriving community you just have a great, there's just a great feel around everything you're doing. And I know a lot of that comes from you too, right? The energy you bring to it, the, you know, you just, you're passionate about what you're doing. You're excited Mm -hmm. about it. That has an attraction to it. Um, But maybe you could give listeners just a a couple of, what are your big takeaways for building a community? Like, Hey, look, if you're going to do one, this is what you have to do no matter what.
1: Well, I'll start with saying, I feel like it is what you just said, you know, the energy and the curiosity that we both share in whatever topic or thing that we're talking about. Like, we're just super curious guys. Like, that's why it started off as kind of like digesting other people's content and then just like regurgitating what we learned and putting in our own little perspective on it. That's really all we're doing still. But I don't know. I, I just... Uh, Throughout the years, we've gotten a lot looser with what we talk about too. Like we kind of just don't really have a filter anymore. <laughs> and, I, and I think it comes through, like what Matt said, is we want to and we want to have fun with anything we're doing. And if we realize we're not having fun, you know, something's wrong. So, and I feel like that's reflected in our content, our energy, like because we get a lot of feedback from the folks uh, from that listen to us. Is like, oh my God, you gotta do more of that thing. So we're like, okay, cool. I guess we'll do more of that thing. Mm-hmm. And that happened to be more fun, you know, and, and sometimes it's not the what marketers would think to do, or you know, like we kind of like to break the mold a little bit. And I think that probably translates into hey, you guys are doing something different. Maybe we should listen to you. And you know, and, and community has always been a thing too for us. We always like to, you know, Matt's built numerous membership websites. Um, I mentioned earlier I'm like more of the people guy, so. You know, Matt's really good at building a place for them to be like our Facebook group or memberships. Now I'm over here on the guest side, you know, with the podcast guests or even the listeners. There's a lot of interactions I'll do on that side, even if it's one-to-one, you know, like the non-scalable stuff I love doing, you know, as long as I don't drive myself crazy. But I feel like that has been a big piece to like kind of create some super fans more or less, you know, and I feel like that creates a ripple effect.
2: Well, so joe does something that i don't know if like really anybody else does he he makes videos like crazy like anybody we interact with is going to probably get a video from joe at some point in fact after you were on our podcast you probably got a video from joe thanking you for being on the (laughs) podcast i did it was (laughs) awesome he he doesn't only do that for people that come on our show. He does that for everybody who buys any one of our products too. Mm. So like he like so the community element it's really that non-scalable thing of just like we're so grateful for everybody that is helping us on our journey, who is buying from us, who is spreading the word that we're going to go above and beyond to let them know how valuable we think they are. And I think that's a big piece that most people just won't put in the effort. They, and, and, you know, for us, it's, it's just like an extra fun thing that we do. I mean, I don't think Joe doesn't like doing the videos. It's not like work. It's he's, Typically out in his yard, sitting in a lawn chair, sipping a beer or something when he's making the videos, you know. I got to add the beer thing. I haven't done that, actually. (laughs) That's next. That's next. But, you know, another thing that I think that we do differently, you know, specifically speaking into podcasts. Another thing that I think that we do differently that most people, most business podcasts don't do is that our number one focus is to entertain over educate like the education's there we're getting the tactics out of people we are we are getting the info out of people but we think it's a bigger priority to be entertaining i think the you know the the education is what brings people in i think the entertainment is what keeps them coming back and i and i think that's such a key that so many podcasters just ignore like how many podcasts are out there where you listen to the interview and the interviewer has like a monotone voice and they're just firing off questions and there's not a lot of dialogue back and forth. And um, you know, they're just kind of hard to to listen to where we're focused on, okay, we're having a blast while we're recording. Hopefully our audience is having a blast while listening. And as a benefit, you're also going to get some cool tips and tricks by listening. And I think that's sort of the approach we've always taken with it. And I think it's worked out well for
0: us. Yeah, that's a, that's a great approach. You know, I've, so one final question for you guys, and that is, So 300-something episodes, right? Yeah. Tons of uh, A-level entrepreneurs, like high achievers, people really, you know, just uh, crushing it out there. So I want to know from each of you, out of all those interviews, like, what's your number one takeaway that you would give to a fellow entrepreneur? Somebody listening that's like, look, I've talked to all these people, right? And this is the one thing I would say after that is, like, you should definitely do this or, or look at this or do something like that? Why don't we start with uh, you, Joe?
1: Yeah, a couple of people come to mind, uh, but they, they talk about similar things and that's Jay Abraham and Roland Frazier. And we've had Roland on numerous times. We're buddies with him and and Jay, we've become closer with him. We've had him on actually a couple of times too, but both those guys think out of the box. And I think their, their way of thinking has definitely, it's, 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 it's infiltrated our brains. That's for sure. Because like, I cannot not think of like ways to collaborate with like you, Tom, like, like, okay, so you have this thing and we might have this thing and maybe someone else has this thing. Let's triangulate and like kind of figure out how it benefits everyone and all ships rise. And I feel like those guys just think in a, just out of the box, like not a typical marketer, but they'll use marketing principles, but think of how to Kind of arrange the pieces a little differently, so it's, it's a very broad thing, but I'd say just like that mind shift of listening to those guys and how they think you can apply that in really anything you're doing in life and, and probably get a lot further. And no one else is thinking that way,
0: yeah, yeah. I think that that's a good one. And you mentioned the all ships rise because, yeah, to me, what that says is like, so oftentimes, so many entrepreneurs start something because you're just trying to make money. And all you're thinking about is the money you're going to make and this thing. And, but like, when you start talking to people like that, they're not thinking that way. They're thinking of like, how can we yes. make money? Like, I don't care if I'm only getting 10%, if it's a freaking $20 million that I'm getting 10% of, I'm good. <laughs> like, go. yeah. well, how, and, and how can we do it?
2: And just to add to that too, it's not only that they're thinking about like, how can we all make each other money, but they're, they're also looking at you know, what can the money get me? And can I bypass the money altogether? Like if if I'm trying to earn the money because I want to buy this house in Los Angeles, and that's what I'm trying to earn the money for, is there any way where I could skip the making the money part and just get to the house part? Is there somebody that I know that, uh, uh, that owns a house in LA where I can barter consulting services with them that are valued at more than the value of the house that they have? And I will exchange consulting to get access to this house. You know, like they're thinking in those sort of lateral ways of like, let's if I took the money out of the picture, how do I get the end result that the money would get me? And I think that sort of lateral thinking is what has really had a big impact on us. Um, And then, you know, just to to sort of answer the question separately, I I, I think the other thing that's been a big theme on the podcast, and it kind of sounds cliche and and probably not what a lot of people want to hear, but the, 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 the concept of enjoying the journey versus like, I am going to be a success when I get here or I am going to go buy this thing when I get here or, you know, we're finally going to take that family vacation and do the thing I've always wanted to do. Once we reach this level, I think that's the wrong approach. I think the approach should be, you know, how do I, how do I work the fun stuff, the stuff I've always wanted to do into my daily life? How do I work business around the fun stuff? How do I enjoy every moment and then figure out how to work the money making stuff into the enjoyment that I'm having. So I would say if there's any like two themes that are recurring from the most successful people we talk to, it's really those two. It's the the, the lateral thinking thing that Joe brought up and the, the sort of concept of, if you're not enjoying the journey, you're probably not gonna enjoy the result.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's so true. I, I mean, I know for me personally, like my business life didn't start to change until I got grateful for the life I already had. Like it wasn't until I realized like, you know what, I'm good with what I have right now. Like if it doesn't get any better than this, eh, you know, but I'm okay. Like then that's when things really started to, to turn around. And man, I think that's, that's great info. Listen, it's been awesome having you guys on the podcast and uh, tons, tons of great stuff you shared. Where can listeners go to find out more about hustle and flowchart? get involved in the community.
1: Yeah, the community is the the best spot. That's kind of where we put all of our updates, all the cool stuff, wild adventures we're up to at flowchartgroup.com. So that's just a little redirect to our Facebook group, but flowchartgroup.com.
0: Awesome. Yeah. And I'll put that on the show notes page for this episode, which you guys can find at tomgaddis.com. Really appreciate you being here and listening. Uh, Joe, Matt, thanks so much for taking time out of your, 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 uh, well, I guess not so busy schedules to hang out with me for a little while. I really, I really appreciate that. And if you enjoyed this episode of what's the secret, make sure you go to wherever you listen to this podcast, leave us a great review and I'll see you next week. Stay safe out there, everybody and practice. Aloha.